1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. This Bob and Brian On Demand is brought to you by Marcus Theaters. In a relationship, never underestimate the power of date night, especially when it means sharing a movie at Marcus Theaters. Get tickets now at MarcusTheaters.com. Time to talk music news with our music expert, Gary Graff. Good morning, Gary. Good morning. How are you? Uh, okay. We're all right. Just okay. Yeah. Well, our football season ended well, in a horrible true, way. Yeah. 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 So Saturday we're still kind of dealing with the fallout of that well, yeah, yeah, that's situation. Yeah. Your uh, your quarterback retired yesterday. Retired, been, been retired. You know, big big surprise there, right? But, when I uh, say your quarterback, yeah. I I mean your your beloved Steelers because you live right, in, yeah. in Michigan now. But then, uh, yeah, I mean, not a, not a big surprise, obviously. But you know, it was done in a nice way, and all the Steelers legends did a nice virtual medley, I guess we'd call it. You know, wishing him well. So, you know, good for him. It was time. Maybe pastime, but you know he went out. He went out in the proverbial blaze of glory. Was that a blaze of glory? Well, not not the playoff game. Okay, um, but the uh, you know the last home game against the Browns, and then the last game of the season against the you know against Baltimore. That was that was blaze of glory, and anything anything else was blaze of icing on the glory. Well, it's you know tough to retire. How do you walk away from the game if you're still playing great? And then how do you go out in a real blaze of glory if you hang on a little longer yeah. than you might otherwise? And he, he managed to do it kind of kind of both, you know, yeah. hang on arguably a little too long but still but still go out on a good note. All right. Yeah. You ready for music news cuz we have one. We have, we have we have mail this morning, Gary. Okay. Could I'm you please for- could you please ask Gary the following question? I'll just read it. Go starts their U.S. Stadium tour this week. They'll be at the Fiserv on February 20th with Volbeat. All correct so far? Yes. Uh, what is his opinion of Ghost and the current state of hard rock slash heavy metal music industry? Well, because they said please. Okay. In the note, I love Ghost. I have loved Ghost since they first started coming to America. For people who don't know, it's this uh, Swedish metal band costumed um you know, they, they kind of play on a kind of macabre, Satanist, um, anti-religious, you know, they, they make, do they make fun of the Pope? Kind of, kind of sort of the character that the, that they've created. Sinead O'Connor did that on Saturday night and she got. Well, they don't tear, they don't tear, they don't tear anybody's okay. photos. Okay. All right. Because Madonna no, let her have it. And their ghost is really good musically as well as. As well as visually, as well as theatrically, they're one of my probably one of my favorite bands around right now. And the general state of hard rock, I think, is pretty good. It's it's flying under the radar, just like all rock is flying under the commercial radar. You know, unless you're a Bieber or a Katy Perry or a, you know Olivia Rodrigo or something, you're not Taylor Swift. You're not doing the big numbers. But there's a lot of really, really good hard rock out there, you know, whether it's Meshuggah or Baroness or, you know, there's a bunch of new bands popping up. Skillet, you know, has a, has a brand new solid album called Dominion. So, yeah, if you like to bang your head a little, um, you'll get a head. You'll still get a headache. And I mean, and I mean <laughs> okay. that in a good way. All right, so All right. the state of hard rock is excellent, think, you're saying. I think it's strong. Strong, think it's really, okay. Really, and then you've got, you know, 
the mammoth WVHs, the Wolfgang Van Halens, the Dirty Honeys, you know, who are on a slightly more, I guess, commercial tip or straightforward tip. And then if you like the extreme stuff, there's a there's a lot of good extreme metal out there right now too. It's just hard to find. You got to dig for it. All right, now let's dig into the good stuff, the 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 juicy stuff. Uh, last we heard, Kelly Clarkson was given. The ranch in Montana, right? That her husband was in living her, in. their divorce agreement. Right. Yes. The judge said, no, that's hers. But now she's giving her husband a percentage of the Montana ranch, it says here. Right. So you'll remember that, well. Is that Kelly to cover Clark, moving costs or she, what? Well, right. She got, she got possession of it. But Brandon Blackstock, her ex-husband, was staying put on the ranch and claiming he has nowhere else to go. So she's giving him 5.12% of the property, which comes to about $900,000. And, yes, she's doing that because, okay, here's a bunch of money. Go find a place to live. Get off my ranch. She's Okay, so she's not giving him 5% of the actual property, like a garage in a well, corner think, of the place. The, I think the intention is to sell it. Okay. And the selling the selling price or the, the estimated selling price is uh, 17 million seven hundred fifty thousand okay. so of that he'll get nine hundred thousand dollars which presumably he he can use to to find another place wherever he he wants and she probably doesn't care where that is yeah she kind of cares because the kids are going to have to go there kids right are gonna have to go there right mm. she doesn't so she, have to drive them too far right she kind of cares she kind of cares he could be well, you know, some people would say I'd be set for the rest of my life on nine hundred thousand so. dollars. If you can't be, there's something wrong with you. Yeah, he's still you know? working, right? He still has a job, right? Or does he have any clients anymore? I don't know if he has any clients uh, anymore or not, but you know, he he's theoretically still an agent. You know, still working in management and such. He's just not doing it for her. Right. I just because Blake Shelton was his other client, but Blake dropped him as well, right? Right. Yeah. Right. So, man, that's a pretty small client list, isn't it? Oh, I have two people. <laughs> Should have well, diversified when you have two people like that, you can have a small client list. That, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But you better do yeah. a better, uh, a good job then. Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, all right. Here, here, here's something happier. Dolly Parton. She's putting out some cakes, right? She just gives, Dolly just gives us reasons to love her, like, every week, you know. So, yeah, she had an ice cream flavor out earlier, earlier this week. Now she's putting out a line of cake. Uh, they're called Dolly's Southern-Style Coconut-Flavored Cake Mix. Uh, there's a Southern-Style Banana-Flavored Cake Mix. Mm. Uh, and and they, they both come with either buttercream or chocolate buttercream frosting. So you can get it, and they come. the boxes come with recipes. You can make Dolly's Banana Pudding Cake. Um, you know, all of this is what Dolly does. You know, she finds a place for herself everywhere in the world, whether it's COVID vaccines, ice cream, or cake mixes. Yeah, and all it's all, her, all... All her versatile, yeah. She still makes music, by the way. She's got a new album coming out, Run, Rose, Run, on March 4th. And she was on the Today Show this week. And in her interview, she dispelled the rumor that her famous breasts are insured. They are not, she says. <laughs> Why would we make Dolly answer that question now? Right. Well, now now you can because now, you know, back when it came out, she was still like, and she's still serious about her music, but she was like a serious artist. Now she's Dolly Parton personality, and she'll answer a question about whether her boobs are insured. Mary Hart used to have her legs insured when she was doing Entertainment Tonight, remember? Mm -hmm. Well, they they said that. Same thing. Tina Taylor 
Tina Turner had her legs insure, insured. And I know in Tina's case, it came out that that was not the case either. Who's starting these rumors of going you know, with the insured? You know, they insured her legs for a million dollars. This is like the kind of thing you hear in your neighborhood when you're a kid from the guy next door. Well, in the media world, the media world is kind of like your neighborhood. Yeah, a bunch of kids. I suppose. And I can say that being part of the media world. Hey, you're the music guy of the all the people involved in this conversation. Uh, usually, when there's a big release, you get you know a copy of an album. In this case, it's uh, it's Dolly's cake recipes. You know, did you get anything in the mail? Haven't yet. Are you expecting anything? No, not really. Okay. Not really. All right. Bob Dylan. She's forgotten me, guys. Bob Bob Dylan's selling off his catalog, the whole smash, right? Well, he sold off his publishing last year, you'll remember, for an estimated $500 million. Now, for what seems like a comparative bargain, $200 million, he's made a deal with Sony Music for his entire catalog, and basically this gives them the right to administer the recordings. They've already had this kind of partnership. You know, he's, I mean, he he was signed to Columbia Records, which is part of Sony Music, you know, back in, what was it, 61. And he's he had a brief time on Warner Brothers Records during the 70s and then went back to Columbia. And they've been putting out the box sets and the bootleg series and everything else. So now it's just a more formal relationship with Sony having having the wheel. All right, what did Elvis Costello do this week, then? Uh, he sold his publishing. See, this is get, this gets confusing. What yeah, I know. Exactly it really what is, did unless, you you're an attorney, unless you're an attorney or a tax attorney or something. So he sold his uh, all of his songs, basically, all of his publishing to BMG, which will administer the rights for it. And this is from throughout his his recording, you know, his recording career. So dating back to My Aim is True in 1977. And I'm, it'll it'll be administered, you know, for him. I'm more confused by the Julian Lennon stuff. He sold some what video images, but not he selling yet. But still gets you, to keep the actual stuff. You got to understand that this. Well, what it is is you have to understand the world of NFTs, yes. non fungible tokens. Right. And I can't say I'm one of those people no. <laughs> entirely. This is just like this is another way of selling things. Um, usually. Usually, with or implying, you're selling things that are of some degree of collector's value. So what Julian Lennon is going to be doing on February 7th is an auction with Julian's Auctions. Well, he will be selling NFTs of items from his collection, notes from Paul McCartney about the writing of Hey Jude, an Afghan coat worn by John Lennon, his father, in Magical Mystery Tour, a Gibson Les Paul, you know, gifted to Julian Lennon from John Lennon, the black cape that John Lennon wore in help. He's going to be auctioning all these off, but not the items themselves. You can bid on. <laughs> that's a, where it gets confusing. That's where it gets confusing. You can, you can bid, in this case, you can bid on a digital facsimile of it that comes with narration by Julian Lennon. It's like you're you're bidding on a little visible uh digital package. Okay. You know, of this thing. And so, you know, do you own John Lennon's guitar? No. Do you own the NFT of John Legend's guitar? <laughs> John Lennon. It's Legend, a John picture, Lennon's right? You get a picture, a picture of, of the guitar. Or maybe maybe a video, you know, maybe some music with it, in this case some narration about it from Julian Lennon and hopefully a thank you for being a suck I mean being a buyer. <laughs> <laughs>
with, yeah, the, with whole, the, the whole NFT world yeah. is really fascinating and it just can't help but feeling like a scam. Now, I'm sure there's people out there who have bought some NFTs and are, are very happy with what they've got. But to me, it's just... I understand I if you buy a... Like the notes about, hey, Jude, or some written thing, a document, a piece of paper. But when it comes to like a coat or a guitar, it's a picture. Right. Why do you want a picture of it when, you know? Yeah. That's, that that I don't quite... I don't. Everybody's everybody's fandom has its own, Certainly. <laughs> you know, and you know if that's if that if it would make you feel if it would make you feel closer to the artist to own a photo or video of John Lennon's jacket in like this, I guess yeah. more power to you. Didn't they do something like this and leave it to Beaver, where they all chipped in a couple of bucks and they bought something? They were going to keep it at each other's house. It was the Simpsons. It was the first edition right. of Radioactive Man. Something, he and Millhouse yeah. bought it. Right. But at they, least they were swapping it back a, and forth. They uh, had a physical product. Right. Now you don't even get that. What's the fallout from Meatloaf last week? Because I'm thinking fallout from Meatloaf. Yeah, no, there's 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 a variety of things we learned. Because, you know, you'll remember when we spoke last week, um, it was fresh. You know, it had just been announced a couple of hours before. So not surprisingly, streams and sales are up like more than 3,000%. Uh, although it's, it has been pointed out that he was actually selling, you know, um, he wasn't one of these guys whose catalog wasn't selling anything. He actually was doing some business, but it still jumped, you know, more than 3,000%. You know, the leaders of all this, as you can imagine, is I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. Um, and followed by Paradise by the Dashboard Lights, uh, the Bad Out of Hell album is doing well. Uh, some of the other songs, Two Out of Three Ain't Bad, the song, Bad Out of Hell, are all doing well. Uh, meanwhile, the family came out to make some statements, you know, during the during the past week. Uh, his, his daughter, Pearl, said that they were, you know, she and her sister were able to get to, you know, her dad's bedside, you know, in time to be with him when he passed away. Uh, Deborah Day, who was his current wife, uh, said, you know, you know, posted a very nice and emotional message on social media talking about how wonderful their life was together, how much they loved each other, and that she, too, was with him, you know, at the time of his death. Scott Ian from Anthrax, the band Anthrax, who was Meatloaf's son-in-law, he's married to Pearl, he posted a nice message. And then Weber Grills had to post an apology because on the day after Meatloaf's death, so six days ago, their recipe of the week was, you guessed it, Barbecue meatloaf. This uh, was uh, just a just a slip up, right? And exactly, accident. it was scheduled. They weren't trying. It was to be... scheduled a long time before. You know, it'd be funny right now, or really topical, is if we put uh, grilled meatloaf got, on there. I gotta say, I uh, wouldn't think of meatloaf yeah. as something to put on the Weber grill. And that's so they, why they put the recipe up for you, I, so you I'm, you can try. So you it. Sure, that's yeah, right. You could see how it would work. However, the day after meatloaf died was probably not the best day to do that and they issued a an apology just saying that you know we didn't yeah. mean to offend anybody yeah. and that they you know they're saying that we did not know until just this moment uh that he passed away and yeah. certainly found out too late to pull the recipe from its original post i wasn't surprised that Put after... some chicken up there get some chicken thing up there <laughs> right. i wasn't surprised that after his passing uh it was all everyone had nice things to say, saying what a sweet guy he was. He was a big guy, intimidating, but he was a really nice guy. 
Because that's all I ever heard about him when he was alive. Yeah, for the most part. He could be a little bit, you know, difficult, temperamental, diva-esque. But in terms of just behavior, you know, a a, a nice guy, a, a decent man, you know, loved his fans. Other than that meltdown he had with Gary Busey, I give him the thumbs up. And, yeah. I, and who wouldn't scream at Gary Busey? <laughs> it <laughs> seems like it's part. It seems like it comes with the package. Right. I just expect a guy in a tuxedo and lace shirt and a hanky to be a little diva. <laughs> yeah, listen, he gave it. He was he was serious about his singing and his music yeah. and and who he was. I mean, he he honestly felt like he was meatloaf and he had to be the best meatloaf he could be. Yeah. Um, all right, finally, because we're running late here. Spice Girls. Okay. Yep. All right, go ahead. <laughs> Jumped into that pretty quick. So you are going to get, the good news is you're going to get a Spice Girls reunion next in the, this year. Uh, the bad news is you won't be invited, neither will I. <laughs> um, they're going to re- reunite at the wedding of Brooklyn Beckham, who's the son of Victoria Beckham, i.e. Posh Spice, and her husband, uh, David Beckham, the soccer star. Uh, he's getting married uh, this spring, and all four of the other Spice Girls have been invited and are going to attend. In fact, they have been given their pick of Victorian dresses to wear at the event if they would like. <laughs> Victoria's always been the yeah. one that's sitting out the reunions, the reunions right? right. But So she's making this reunion happen. Interestingly, the bride is wearing a va- Valentino and not Beckham. Oh, for the wow. wedding, but I think that's probably okay. I think it would be a little creepy if you were wearing mom's dresses. <laughs> All right, uh, last week, finally, last week we had a very teary Adele talking about how she has to cancel her show, and I said the poor woman is gutted emotionally. She really wanted to do this. You said get a piano and get out on stage. Brian was like, who cares? I, I second that. And, yep. and, and Brian was, and Brian, as far as mail goes, got more support than than I did going, the poor woman is gutted emotionally. And now it turns out it could be a relationship issue. It could, it could be. There have been, a, there's been a lot of reporting during the week about exactly what happened. Variety trade publication, you know, did a big story talking about the, the construction of the sets and how Adele was ultimately unhappy with what she had in the set show where she was supposed to fly in. And then there was illusion where an illusion where it looked like she was going to be walking on water and she wasn't happy about that. So that's from Variety, the business side. Page six, God bless them, the gossip side, is telling us that a source close to management is telling them that it was a relationship issue with her current boyfriend and that something was going wrong there. So that, you know, and that in the preparation leading up to the show, Adele was on the phone a lot, uh, yelling and crying. And then immediately after the cancellation was announced, she was on a plane to L.A. to deal with the boyfriend. So nobody's yeah. confirmed either side of this, but Get that's what we've heard about it. Meanwhile, me- meanwhile uh, you know, Caesars is starting to fill up those dates. Keith Urban added some shows, and if Adele does reschedule, it doesn't look like there will be a really a window till the summer. Somebody needs to, to, to just run this by her. Hey, Adele, the show must go on. Yeah, get a PL like Brian just said. Not, get your piano. It's not a new thing. I, I get, still, get, we, we talked about this last week. Yeah. Piano, piano, Adele and her great voice. There you would go. Be fine by me. All right, Gary, we're there out of go. time. All right, Thank you guys Gary. have a great weekend. All right, Stay we'll warm talk, up to, there. talk to you next yeah. week, Gary. Okay, Gary Graff, our music expert. You get him on Fridays.